Her eight-year-old daughter was probably running through the house, making her father dance attendance on her as they readied for their Saturday picnic. Your daughter is a tyrant, Antoine said, appearing in the doorway. He walked toward her, his pomaded hair glinting black in the sunlight. He'd been working on his furniture this morning, sanding a chair that was already as soft as satin and a fine layer of wood dust peppered his face and shoulders. He was a big man, tall and broad-shouldered, with a rough face and a dark stubble that took constant effort to keep from becoming a beard. He slipped an arm around her and pulled her close. I love you, V. I love you, too. It was the truest fact of her world, She loved everything about this man, his smile, the way he mumbled in his sleep and laughed after a sneeze and sang opera in the shower. She'd fallen in love with him fifteen years ago, on the school play yard, before she'd even known what love was. He was her first everything. First kiss, first love, first lover. Before him, She'd been a skinny, awkward, anxious girl, given to stuttering when she got scared, which was often. A motherless girl. You will be the adult now, her father had said to Vianne, as they walked up to this very house for the first time. She'd been fourteen years old, her eyes swollen from crying, her grief unbearable. In an instant, this house had gone from being the family summer house to a prison of sorts. Maman had been dead less than two weeks when Papa gave up on being a father. Upon their arrival here, he'd not held her hand or rested a hand on her shoulder or even offered her a handkerchief to dry her tears. But but I'm just a girl, she'd said. Not anymore. She'd looked down at her younger sister, Isabel, who still sucked her thumb at four and had no idea what was going on. Isabel kept asking when Maman was coming home. When the door opened, a tall, thin woman with a nose like a water spigot and eyes as small and dark as raisins appeared. These are the girls, the woman had said. Papa nodded. They will be no trouble. It had happened so fast... Vian hadn't really understood. Papa dropped off his daughters like soiled laundry and left them with a stranger. The girls were so far apart in age, it was as if they were from different families. Vian had wanted to comfort Isabel, meant to, but Vian had been in so much pain it was impossible to think of anyone else, especially a child as willful and impatient and loud as Isabel. Vianne still remembered those first days here. Isabel shrieking and Madame spanking her. Vianne had pleaded with her sister, saying again and again, Mon Dieu, Isabel, quit screeching, just do as she bids. But even at four, Isabel had been unmanageable. Vianne had been undone by all of it, the grief for her dead mother, the pain of her father's abandonment, the sudden change in their circumstances, and Isabel's cloying, needy loneliness. It was Antoine who'd saved Vianne. 
That first summer, after Maman's death, the two of them had become inseparable. With him, Vianne had found an escape. By the time she was sixteen, she was pregnant. At seventeen, she was married and the mistress of Le Jardin. Two months later, she had a miscarriage, and she lost herself for a while. There was no other way to put it. She'd crawled into her grief and cocooned it around her, unable to care about anyone or anything, certainly not a needy, wailing four-year-old sister. But that was old news, not the sort of memory she wanted on a beautiful day like today. She leaned against her husband as their daughter ran up to them, announcing,